1: This is NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM, Fantasy Sports Radio. They're not going to catch him! It's going to be touchdown! Kansas City, 91-yard touchdown run by Jamal Charles. Flacco, under pressure, on the run, throws end zone, caught! Touchdown, Tory Smith! The magic is still in the house! If you like the NFL, you're going to like NFL Fantasy Live, featuring the experts of NFL.com. Boy, they made some chicken salad out of that one. CJ is down a 25-yard pickup, and the trainers rush out to attend to CJ Spiller. He picks it up, sprints up the middle, inside the 15, to the goal line, touchdown! Christian Ponder! Here are your hosts, Elliot Harrison, Michael Fabiano, and Jason Smith. You know, last year, last week of the regular season,
2: one of my leagues, it came down to me needing Golden Tate to get me 10 fantasy points to get into the playoffs. I remember you complaining about that. I needed Golden Tate. And Tavares Jackson overthrew him on a pass that was, he was wide open for a touch and overthrew him by five yards. Mm -hmm. And I said, that is my chance slipping through my fingers. So I'm saying, okay, I made a rule in the offseason, never again Golden Tate. I have certain players who let me down so much I can never play with them again. That's it, Golden Tate. I think I was a little early on uh, (laughs) on the whole Golden Tate thing. I I wonder.
3: I wonder how many people lost or won last night because they played Golden Tate. I I don't know that anybody, at least on NFL.com, played Golden Tate. I think he was uh, was available in 99.4% of NFL.com leagues. So, uh, or, or not owned, uh, I guess mm-hmm. I should say. And But he tweeted us his team, and he's on it. Well, well, then, he's, then he <laughs> had a good game for himself, <laughs> but he clearly uh, didn't make a huge impact in fantasy, Jason. I think where the bigger impact was felt from last night was the Packers' defense. Because you lose the two points that you would have gained with the interception, mm-hmm. and you also lose points because... You allowed more points. They allowed, They got to fourteen to rather than
2: finish with seven.
3: So, it could be about like a five point swing there. Yeah, and in the wrong direction, and so a lot of Packers fans and Packers defensive owners had a little bit to complain about. This yeah, a little little bit going on last night, Elliot. I mean, not much. You know, not, not a lot of drama.
2: This is just a little bit going on last night. Yeah, NFL. there's only so much I can say here.
4: Um, I. Did you see John Gruden's reaction after the game? Just he in was space. in full Chucky mode last night. Yeah, yeah. I, that was yeah. my face except worse at home, and I had guests over. And uh, What were was...
3: their names, uh, Lisa and Sheila? No, no, Amber, Babette,
4: and who? And, and they were very upset too <laughs> and, uh, what planet <laughs> <laughs> come on Harrison what's the deal uh, I'll tell you you know I the golden Tate thing I know we have to get into a fantasy angle here from last night hey more power to you fantasy owners you got some points from Golden Tate I still think he's a pretty much non play the rest of the year I don't I agree with uh, you may, maybe you put Golden Tate in your flex if you're desperate fine but uh that was a joke last night that was an absolute joke and Golden Tate. Uh, Hey, Golden Tate did a great job catching a defensive back last night. He did. That's
2: what I thought it was. He put his arms around him. You know, honestly, if I didn't know better, I swear to you, this is what. Because the the thing about this story is I kind of already feel fatigued on it Mm -hmm. because everybody's saying the same thing. We can only say it was a bad call and the referees have to come back. And, you know, I can only hear that 45 or 50 times from all different people before I'm like, okay, I kind of get it. Mm -hmm. So just to give you something different on it, just Mm -hmm. to give you something different on it, if I didn't know any better. I would have thought the official making that call, thought, and this is crazy. Call me crazy. But the official making that call thought the Packers, thought Jennings, were on offense. Thought that the receiver caught the ball because there's no way he goes over there and and kind of ambles over a little bit. Doesn't run over like oh my god I got to see who catches the ball just kind of, now nah, I'm going to kind of sneak in there and see there's no way he sees
3: Golden Tate with the ball yeah but then he went Jennings to the, has the ball and he's single touchdown he went to the hood though after that and so obviously at that point it would have dawned on him that wait the Seahawks are on offense if what you're saying is true I don't know if, I don't know if I buy that I, I just think again it's it's just an unfortunate situation and um, we're gonna have to see what happens over the, the next few days weeks. Um, Hopefully, there's a resolution.
2: Yeah, there needs to. Because Fantasy Impact last night, was you talked about just there. I mean, there's so many angles to this story. Because people are on Facebook and Twitter because there's a lot of angry Packer fans. Oh, my gosh.
3: People were were actually swearing at me on Twitter because I work for the NFL. And they think I had something to do with the fact that the referees are, are locked out i don't i don't well, know well, people, people are just, just looking for an
2: excuse to get mad they want to get mad at you for something so they get mad at you for that Aye, whatever <laughs> was anyway any any ex-girlfriends who are on that list they getting mad at you and was I that i keep it was? in
3: touch with a lot of ex-girlfriends oh no. okay all right uh, oh you know, oh, i bet
2: you harrison does though you, you gotta keep in touch with
3: ex-girlfriends yes no uh cookies cookies <laughs> I,
4: it uh sometimes it's forced Okay. You because have they to.
3: want him back. They can't live without I have, him. I,
4: interestingly enough, I, I have an ex-girlfriend who I lived with, geez, 15 years ago when I was pretty young, way too young to be living with a girl. That's you were 22,
2: sure. and she was 41.
4: Yeah. So okay. anyway, uh, she drove a <laughs> Cutlass Supreme. Uh, but <laughs> he remembers the, of, the car. At the end of the day, she, so she's a news anchor, and she recently hit me up on Twitter. Oh, and, uh, I, you know, I'm getting these tweets and I'm like, why am I, why am I hearing from you right now? Like what, you know, couldn't you just call me or text me? Do you really, are you going to start tweeting me? Isn't that an odd thing? Am I crazy? It depends. No, once you sign up for
2: Facebook, Twitter, whatever it is, people you never hear from in 20, within three days of, of me signing up for Facebook, like six years ago, whatever it was when I first got on it, I heard from people I went to high school with I hadn't talked to in 20 years. Well, and I, I like how they always say, friend request. Don't want to say anything to you. haven't talked to you in 20 years, but just, I'll oh, be my friend on Facebook. Hey, how about, how you doing? You married? You have kids? What do you do? You live? You, leave you know what live? gets me is you the know?
3: people on Facebook who I haven't seen since high school or grammar school that I never hear from except for during football season. They want fantasy advice. You know what I do to those? <laughs> Delete. Block. Leave Block. me alone. Block. Say hello to me when it's, you don't Block. want something. <laughs> But, you know, the whole reason we got into this Facebook and Twitter
2: is because you saw these angry Packer fans from last night. And I did see a fair amount of people respond saying, hey, Packer fans, you want to be upset about something? Be upset about scoring 12 points against the
3: Seahawks on Monday night well, the Seahawks and are, getting sacked eight times. The Seahawks are a darn good defense, especially at home. They're tough. Yeah, they're, well, they they're a different tough. team Basically, at home. that defense is a must start regardless of the opponent, especially when they're playing on their home field.
2: Yeah, they're a different team at home. They are a different team. But this is the third week in a row now. We've seen the Green Bay Packers on offense struggle. We've seen Aaron Rodgers struggle. We've seen all their weapons struggle. We've seen their running game struggle. It's, you know, at three weeks now, obviously, you know, you're not going to sit here and bench Aaron Rodgers. You're not going to go crazy, but... Some guys on the offense, uh, do you play Jordy? You know, Jordy Nelson's not someone that you, Jordan you Nelson plug into your lineup. You know, Greg Jennings is not someone you plug into your lineup. Nobody other than Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers, you could say to yourself now, boy, if I have Aaron Rodgers or RG3, if I have Aaron Rodgers and Matt Ryan, if I have Aaron Rod- maybe I'm thinking something else now. I mean, it's, you're not at the point because no, how many not, people have those guys.
3: If but you have, still, you're concerned right now. If you have, I, I'm telling you right now, if someone in your league is freaked out about Aaron Rodgers, make them an offer because – his schedule gets a lot easier. He's playing the Saints this week. He's got the Colts the week after. Tough matchup against Houston after that, but then he's got Jacksonville, St. Louis. If somebody in your league is frustrated with Aaron Rodgers, gladly take them in a trade. Gladly. You know what, what gets me, Elliot, is, is watching
2: this Is seeing the Packers offensive line. Not nearly what it was a year ago. I mean, guy, you know, no matter who the opponent, guys are getting through, they're hitting Rodgers. I mean, eight sacks is an anomaly. You're not going to see that very often. But he got hit a lot and sacked a lot against the Bears the week before. They struggled during week one against the 49ers, which was a great defense, and he got hit. He's getting, No matter who the defense, he's getting hit, and he's not having time to throw the football, and his guys aren't open. I don't want to say they figured the Packers out, but th- this has caused concern because you could be the greatest quarterback in the world, but if you're not a guy that can get outside the pocket and throw the football, and you keep getting sacked like that, you're not going to put up numbers.
4: I I agree. Well, they let their center, Wells, go to St. Louis. They replaced him with Jeff Saturday, who's about 38 years old. And they played a very good defense last night. But, you know, Aaron Rodgers, some of this is on him. He's starting to do something that he did a couple years ago. And I remember Troy Aikman pointing this out on a Fox broadcast that, I don't know how well you guys remember, the Packers line gave up a ton of sacks to Aaron Rodgers back in 2009. Yes. And the problem is Aaron Rodgers is holding the ball too long. And You watched that game last night. There were plenty of times that he should have taken off and run or gotten rid of the football, and he didn't. John Gruden pointed it out on the broadcast. I'm not saying that the line did a great job. Clearly it didn't. But just because you're used to good pass protection doesn't mean that the clock has is, is got to you know not go off in your head. Every NFL quarterback knows once I get to three seconds, that ball needs to be out. You know who the most effective player on the field offensively was for the Packers last I night? I do. I know you do because we already talked about it. Jason? Bob Hope. No, Cedric Benson, without question. <laughs> Bob and he only Hope. ran for 50 yards. Well, that's the Caddyshack line. You know who that was, Danny? Bob
2: Hope. I no, know the line. The player. But was. Cedric
4: Benson had a very good game in reality last night. There weren't any holes there, and he made holes. He lunged forward. He made sure that they got yards when they weren't going to get any yards. This week, they got New Orleans. I think Cedric Benson could have a 100 yard rushing day against the New Orleans Saints.
2: Yeah, well, it's the same. The Saints, you know, speaking of looking forward for the Packers, the best news for them is they get the New Orleans Saints because now we're starting to see defenses after three weeks. Oh, you take a look at trends two weeks. It's NFL Fantasy Live here, 888. Uh, uh, Jason Smith, Elliot Harrison, and Michael Fabiano, 888XM Fantasy. You want to get in, we'll answer your calls throughout the show today. If you want to get into that, now after three weeks, we see that you are putting in all your guys against the Saints. All your guys against the Washington Redskins. We would say all your guys against Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but they were able to shut down well, Tony Romo and the Cowboys. That's because the Cowboys', Cowboys offensive
3: line stinks, right?
2: And for some reason, the Cowboys. And, and you know, just tell me this real quick before you go too far off topic. Ask Cowboys.
3: Harrison because Harrison, you know, this is his thing.
2: Okay, how do the Cowboys against? Tampa Bay, when they have trouble keeping him in pocket, how do they not move Romo outside, let him improvise, just like they did against the Giants week one, when they were getting bottled up, then he gets outside the pocket, starts making passes, improvise, he throws for 300 yards and three touchdowns. They didn't do that at all on Sunday. It was Romo, it's like they told him, stay in the pocket, don't run. And he threw bad passes, forced passes. What
4: was up with that? I, I think part of the problem was that the Buccaneers were doing a very good job on, on the contain, their ends. Uh, I do agree with you though, there's nothing wrong with the moving pocket and I, I think that's what you're talking about. It's just, just move the pocket. Move the move the, the passing point. I think Jason Garrett needs to do that. That said, Jason, it's really hard when you're getting pressure up the middle and the ends keep their contain, then there's nothing you could do. A lot of teams, the ends go buck wild and they go after the quarterback, and if you're not getting any pressure up the middle as a quarterback, you can step aside, you could step up, you could step up and, and then to the outside. Uh, with the Bucks, they couldn't do that because the center and guard and guard on the Cowboys are getting blown up so bad that if Romo tries to step up and then jump outside the pocket, he's going to get hit by the defense, defensive tackle. If he just rolls out, the defensive end is just waiting, waiting for him there. I mean, the guy literally has no options. That said, I agree with you that Jason Garrett needs to start moving the pocket. Design rollouts. You saw the uh, naked bootleg that Christian Ponder threw the touchdown pass to Kyle Rudolph, which, by the way, might have been the best throw of the NFL weekend. That was an incredible play by Ponder. I'd like to see more bootlegs. Even though he closed his eyes and just threw it up? No? Okay. I don't. Hey, <laughs> it got there, didn't it? <laughs> yes, it, it a did. Bu- I mean, because Deshaun yes, Goldson, 49 uh, er safety, did not bite on that. And by the way, I think Ponder is an interesting play this week in fantasy versus the Lions. But uh, I agree with you with Romo. It would be nice to see more bootleg throws and move the pocket outside. And he's got the agility to do it. I mean, Romo may not be an RG3. He's not going to get you eight fantasy. I think RG3 got 85 yards on the ground this week. Mm -hmm. Romo's not going to do that. But this is a very mobile, mobile guy, kind of in similar vein to Andrew Luck. You can move him out of the pocket and make some plays.
2: Jason Smith, Elliot Harrison, Michael Fabiano. So there you go. Monday Night Football, the big takeaway. Watch out for the Packers. Watch out for their weapons. Aaron Rodgers, you're still playing going forward, but be just a little wary. This could be a situation that might need rectifying at some point if Rodgers continues to go downhill. And, hey, let's face it, there's no better cure for your offense right now than playing against the Saints and the Washington Redskins. 888-XM-FANTASY, 888 Coming up next, we'll get into your calls, alter all your fantasy questions. As we get ready for week four in the NFL, coming up later on this hour, Darren Sharper will stop by. We'll talk a little bit about with Darren. him. Darren. Oh, he's going to be great. He's going
4: to come in studio hey, with us. Hey, can we ask the callers that we have already holding, we're going to get to you, can we ask you guys, what do you think about your ex-girlfriend hitting you up on Twitter?
2: Okay. All right. We're, okay. I want to know. All right. Why? Well, are you thinking about going back down that road? Harrison you thinking needs about some oh.
3: advice on women. Wow. It's like Wh- who would have Dr. Thought so? Phil on NFL Fantasy Live. Yeah. Hey, whatever happened with the, the wrestling
2: twins that we had on the show? The Be- Bella Twins? Oh, by the way. I want to
4: tell you right now. You can't come on my show, okay? And Sorry, that was my uh, now that, that seemed like Dr. Phil and
3: Jerry Jones had offspring. That was, also it was Dr. Phil. And- the Bella Twins, I actually beat Nikki this week uh, in our Celebrity League, and we... We wager dinner, so she owes me dinner. Nice. So the next time she's in L.A., we'll go to dinner, and I'll pay. But, yeah. See, Fabs
2: moves fast. You move too slow, Harrison. Fabs
3: moves fast. But, but he, I have to see, work it, harder at it. I mean, Harrison, look at look at him. Look at him. I mean, he's he, he's got the chiseled jaw and the blue eyes hey, or the green I, eyes wherever. he whatever. Like, yeah, you, I'm, you, the you, the I'm, I'm not love a bald
4: head doctor on national TV, but if the Bella Twins go to Red Lobster... That's With where you I'm taking and not it to. not me. That dog won't hunt. I am going I'm gonna take it in a red lobster. See, in a fantasy league. Mm-hmm. I would
2: take Fabs cuz I know Fabs is going to hit the hole and he's going to get <laughs> through and he's going to score touchdowns for me. I don't Harrison know what you're, you're going to dance around have the not line. You wanted
3: to use that well, I, I, terminology. No, well,
2: no, you just laughed at Jason. it because you're 10 years old. I just <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was using a point. You and Jason but, kinda, but, yeah, but Harrison, yeah, Harrison dances around the line looking, you know, you're like you're almost like uh, you're like Chris Johnson or Ron Dane. I'm not no, dancing like the Chris line. Johnson. No, 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 you know. No, you go you you know, you're you're Andre Brown. You get the ball and you just it's just boom. You just give it to you and get out of your
4: way. And you know, like, he you dance too much around. Smith was like that fantasy owner who rolls with a bulldozer at closing time. I.E. E. he picks mean? up Jason Snelling, you know, right before uh, the game starts. <laughs> Jason before the game, Snelling. Nice. Before the game kicks. Don't uh. roll with the bulldozer <laughs> at closing time. Okay, guys? All right, eighty eight XM
2: Fantasy coming up. We'll help you set your lineups for this week, and we'll also give you some big free agents to pick up. There's a couple of must-owns coming off of Week 3. Here we are. NFL Fantasy Live, Series XM, Fantasy Sports
1: Radio. Now back to NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio.
2: Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, Elliot Harrison from NFL Fantasy Live here at the NFL Network and NFL.com. The phone number is 888-XM-FANTASY. That's 888-963-2682. All your reaction from the Monday night mayhem that happened a night ago. Whether you played Golden Tate, you want to trade for Golden I wonder if we're going to get anybody to call today and say, I'm going to trade for Golden Tate. What should I give up for Golden Tate? People saying, I have to go get him. I have to go get him. But the big deal is now someone trying to trade for Aaron Rodgers. We talked about it a couple minutes ago. Mm -hmm. Disappointing so far. Fab says, if you can go get Aaron Rodgers, go get Aaron Rodgers. And Tom in Florida says, I'm trying to go get Aaron Rodgers. Tom, what do you got?
5: Okay, well, first of all, I'm a Packer fan. I don't even need to say anything more about that. (laughs) Second of all, as far as the ex-girlfriend contacting me, forget it i don't twitter i don't facebook i don't social network whatsoever
4: you mean my girlfriends are contacting you too wow absolutely uh, uh. <laughs> they call me on the
5: phone yeah Sorry, I, I, man. I
2: gotta tell you she's really pretty so you might you might want to change your uh, philosophy on that
5: i'm getting old these days i can't worry about that i'm too busy worrying about fantasy football
2: <laughs> all right hey what's important in life very good all right what what are you, what are you trying to do
5: Okay, I got a trade offer, and he's an- another Packer fan in my league, which really amazes me. He took uh, Aaron Rodgers with the first draft pick. I got Shady on the third. Anyhow, he's offering me Aaron Rodgers and a choice of either Cedric Benson or the, uh, the Giants Dudo of Brown and Bradshaw for Adrian Peterson and Eli Manning. Um, I-, I like the Brown and Bradshaw. I have no desire to have Cedric Benson, and uh, I think it's a great trade. What do you think?
3: Well, the question I have is, what other running back options do you have? Because I just worry that the Brown-Bradshaw situation could become a headache, yeah. and you're thinking, who the heck do I start week in and week out? Like this week, I think it's Brown, but Bradshaw's already guaranteed that he's playing. So what does your backfield look like?
5: Boy, well, I have uh, Doug Martin. Uh, I have Peyton Ellis on my bench. I can start anywhere Ooh. from one to three running backs. Oh, yeah, and for, for receivers, we receivers and tight ends are all, all the same in our league, and I'm pretty stacked. I got I got Welker on my bench. I have uh, Fitzgerald starting, Percy Harvin starting, um, and I also have Torrey Smith on my bench. So I'm in really PPR, good shape. Is
3: it PPR or standard? Standard. So you can basically start one running back and everything else wide receivers. Yeah,
2: you, you, but you, right now you don't have a right guy over. you can really start. I mean, Doug Martin is from, from week one to where he is now. He's a flex at best.
3: Uh, it's a tough trade because you're giving up the best running back on your roster and uh, a pretty good quarterback in Eli Manning to get Rodgers and potentially a headache.
5: So, you really don't have, a lot of, you don't have a lot of faith in Shady McCoy anymore?
3: Oh, no, you have Shady, he has oh, yeah, Shady McCoy. McCoy oh, so you can no. start McCoy. Okay. Yeah, he has McCoy already. So then in that case, yeah, I like the trade.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't want to be. Yeah, if if you could only had to start one running back. Yeah, I didn't know he had Shady McCoy on his, right, on, right, on his right, roster. right, right. But
3: right, I, th- I thought his number one running back was going to be Doug Martin. Yeah, and then I would
2: say you can't make that deal because Doug Martin's a guy I can't. I, this week, I mean, week one he was great, but he but you know he's too much like Tim Hightower where he's getting the carries. He's getting balls out of the backfield, but he's not producing fantasy numbers. And eventually, as nice as it is, oh, I'm getting 10, 11 points from, from Doug Martin. First it was mm-hmm. 17, 18, then yep. it was you know 12. Now it's 9 or 10. He's not producing, and the, and when he doesn't produce, that just means Garrett Blunt is going to get So if the you game. could start
3: Rodgers, you could start McCoy, and then you could start your uh, your receivers there, I think you're in good shape.
2: And especially this week, you want to start him against the Saints. No doubt about it. You absolutely well, want to start him against
4: the let's Saints. Let's just you know riff on Doug Martin for one second, though. He's got the Washington Redskins this week. That's a good matchup. They're hurting right now. They just lost two guys from the front seven for the season. We saw what the Bengals did to them defensively. The Bengals tore them up. And do you have any idea who the number one ranked defense in the National Football League is right now? Jason I'm going to
3: guess. I think I know what it is. Arizona Cardinals.
4: You are incorrect, sir.
3: But I'm close. Is that right?
4: Yes. It's, it's not It's not, it's not the, the Cardinals? It is the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Dallas that Cowboys. Sense. They, they so, haven't held. They, they haven't done. Uh, they're giving up about 250 a game. They, so, yeah, they haven't done bad at all. Why'd you
2: say that? I'm trying to pick them up in no less than three leagues. Two of them are the ones the three of us are in. Here's, you had to bring that up, Harrison. Yeah, but
4: here's the only thing, and this is uh, this is a good uh, learning lesson for everybody. It's that they're not scoring points. You know, they're they're doing well statistically, by the way, the NFL ranks defenses, but they're not scoring any fantasy points. They're actually in the bottom half of of the league in fantasy points. All right, let's go to Brandon and Philly he has a trade question for us. Brandon,
2: what do you got? You're on with NFL Fantasy Live.
4: Hey guys, I got a uh, 10-team one-point PPR. Uh, I got a pretty good team. I'm, I'm overall number one in points, but I'm trying to make it a little bit better. I'm wondering, should I trade high on Jamal Charles right now? This is what I could get, and, and get better at quarterback. I got Vic and Charles, and I, I'd throw in a third guy, which would be D'Angelo Williams. I could trade those three guys. Actually, not Vic. He, I'm sorry. He changed the trade. It would actually be, I have Vic, but I could trade Palmer, Charles, and D'Angelo Williams for Ryan Matthews, RG3 and then
3: throw yeah it. What? Oh, can, yeah. Can, can, can you do that right now? Get right off the now. phone.
2: While we're on the phone with you, go do that. Get off the Absolutely. phone and go do that deal. But what's your, wow. thoughts,
3: what's
4: your thoughts on Charles, though? Is it an easy swap for Matthew?
3: <laughs> we,
2: what did we just tell you do? We
1: just said, go get well, on the no, phone with the guy. I, I,
3: listen, we uh, obviously Charles had two weeks where he was mediocre, and this past week he went off, and let's hope that that's what we're going to see going forward. He's not going to rush for 220-something yards or whatever that's it was, not gonna or happen. 230 every week, but... Like, I've always been a fan of Matthews, and I think he's a great start this week against the Chiefs. You're getting RG3. Yeah, the number and I one love quarterback RG3. in fantasy. I mean, listen, if you guys listened to the show last year, I was all up on Tim Tebow. This year, that guy is RG3, and I've been on him ever since the preseason, ever since they drafted him in Washington. This guy is the real deal. He is the number one point scorer in fantasy football right now. I didn't think we were going to see Cam Newton part two, but we are seeing it, and he's better right now. Uh, I do the deal. Yeah, Look, I at, do the look deal. at it this way. Trading Matthews for Charles pretty
2: is a, much is, is a, a wash, wash because you're trading two guys who are getting the majority of carries, mm-hmm. but they're injury-prone, mm-hmm. and you don't know what you're going to get from week to week. So that's a wash. Mm-hmm. You're basically getting RG3. And you're get Carson Palmer, that's fine. And, you know, and you're D'Angelo ridding Williams, yourself that's of the headache
3: fine. of the Carolina backfield. Yeah,
2: and you're getting RG3. Do that in a second. Do that in, a, in what, a Washington minute? In a, in a D.C. minute? It would be in New York. It minute. would be in New York, but it's in D.C., and it's RG3. All right, Smith. All right, but let me ask you this real quick before we get back to the phones. Going forward now, right now, top two quarterbacks in fantasy, RG3 and Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. If you can have one for the rest of the season from here on out, because Matt Ryan, I think, has seven fewer fantasy points than RG3. Mm-hmm. If you could have
3: one for the rest of the season between them, who do you want? That's a tough one. That is a tough one, because I Matt Ryan was on my fantasy man crush list, too, so... Mm-hmm. It's two. It's two man crushes. How do I decide? How do I decide, Smith? This
2: is what this is what I think of. At some point, the league I, will catch up a little bit with RG three. Matt Ryan's more of a proven commodity. Da- tough, down the stretch man. last year, it's they caught tough. up with Cam Newton a little bit, so they'll catch up with him a little bit. But Matt Ryan is blossoming. He's becoming that Matt Stafford type
3: quarterback. I think he has a phenomenal year. I would year probably to say Ryan, but. It's tough. Well, you're shaking your leg. This is tough it's for you. It's tough, dude. Yeah, it's really tough.
4: Elliot, what about you? Uh, you know, I've got to go Matt Ryan. Uh, and I, I'm just taking a look at the fantasy playoff schedule. Uh, you know, weeks 14 through 16 is where you win this thing. And I want to go with Matt Ryan's schedule opposed to RG3. I mean, you look at week 14, uh, Atlanta's got Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, look what Eli Manning just did to the Carolina Panthers. And Drew Brees had nice fantasy points against the Panthers the week prior. Meanwhile, uh, RG three's got Baltimore. So mm. right there, you may get bounced in in week one of your playoffs. Let's say you make it the next week of the playoffs. Okay, RG three's got Cleveland, who Cleveland obviously has, has struggled, but their secondary isn't is, isn't that bad. It's going to get better once Hayden's back. That's right. It's going to get better when Hayden's back, and they were very good. Cleveland was number one in pass defense last year. Okay, whereas uh, you know Matt Ryan. You know, I'm not going to say this is a great matchup, but he's got the Giants, and he's got the Giants in Atlanta. Okay? I think the Giants' corners are ripe for the picking for Roddy White and Julio Jones. So, I, I like him there. And then if we go to Super Bowl week... Uh, Nothing
2: like looking ahead with Elliot Harrison. Let's put let's put your team in the fantasy Super Bowl and see what's
4: up. You know, fine. Then I won't look forward. <laughs> You're killing me. <laughs> go ahead. Look no, forward. No, seriously. You look at Matt Ryan's Super Bowl week at Detroit. Does Detroit scare you Is a fantasy matchup against your quarterback? No. No, no not at all. No. No. Uh, RG3 at Philly? No, not scared about that. Okay. I'd much rather play Detroit than the Eagles. I think all three weeks I'd rather have Matt Ryan. And, yeah, that took me a long time because I'm using my little United Way. That's okay. Way, no, you do. You, that's all right. A schedule here. But I think you look at the playoff schedule, I'd much rather have Matt Ryan. All right,
2: there you go, two for Matt Ryan, one for RG3. Jude in Arizona needs some trade advice. Jude, I am sorry you are 0-3, but then again, so are the Saints, so you have some company.
0: Uh, No worries, guys. I appreciate you taking my call. Um, 12-team, DPR, IDP, I'm 0-3, and i got a trade offer to mix it up. I'm starting uh, starting three wide receivers, two running backs. My three receivers are Fitz, Roddy, Stevie Smith, and running backs right now are Arian and Bradshaw. Probably might have talked me off the ledge. you might be overthinking this, but I had got a trade offer for Fitz and Bradshaw, and get uh, Trent Richardson, Mendenhall, and Britt. I'm kind of worried about the Giants' uh, backfield right now. And past few years, when Cole was in starting, he wasn't consistently targeting Fitz. So, am I overthinking this?
2: That's basically Fitz for Mendenhall, Britt, and Trent Richardson. I would do that because I giving up on my Bradshaw for me is nothing. Fabs, I, I look at on my Bradshaw. No matter what, he's going to be in a timeshare. I going forward for the meat of your fantasy season, mid, midway part of the season, he's not going to carry the football. I have no confidence putting him in as my second. You're Johnny losing.
3: Back. You're, this is what happens in these trades. You're losing at one position to gain in another. Yeah. So you're losing Fitzgerald, and Kenny Britt uh, is not going to make up for that. That's for sure. And Bradshaw could be a headache the rest of the season because of the Giants' backfield. And you're gaining Trent Richardson. So if you feel like you're strong at wide receiver and you want to start Britt as your three or there's another player on your roster that you can start as a three if you do start three wide receivers and you like plugging Richardson over Bradshaw, then I think the deal makes sense. I like it simply
2: because Britt is getting more targets. He had 12 targets last week and he's starting to round into football shape. I love Mendenhall simply because the, the Pittsburgh Steelers have shown nobody on that team can run the football. So Mendenhall's going to get every opportunity to be the lead back when he comes back. And Richardson, we've seen, he's going to be a fantasy superstar. So, yeah, you're trading Larry Fitzgerald, but you're really getting three, three aspects of a team that could really make you stronger.
4: I agree. And, and what, what a, as far as Kenny Britt, what's the prognosis going forward? I mean, I, I feel like this is one guy that no one really knows what he's capable of. He is a Peaks and Valleys player. I mean, a couple of years ago he had monster games and then he does nothing. Do you have any faith in him on your as a consistent flex play?
2: He's a curiosity that I'm willing to hold on to and see how things get better. Mm-hmm. Richardson's that, going right in my that's line. Where I,
3: that's where I'm at too yeah. with him. I have him in a few leagues because I drafted him late, just taking a flyer on him.
4: And I just want to sit back and wait and see if he can get healthy. I mean, Smith, I agree with your logic there in saying that that you feel like this is a a favorable trade. I'm just saying we we throw these guys' names out, some of them. Someone like Kenny Britton, we look at their targets last week, and we say, hey, but that's a one-week trend. Yeah. You know, sure would be nice if we had three – we have three weeks now of knowing that Dennis Pitta is a big part of Baltimore's offense. You can hang your hat on that. How can you hang your hat on Kenny Britt? No, you can't. But the other two I'm getting in the deal is I'm just going to plug Richardson into my starting lineup
2: and and not and, and miss nothing and maybe gain stuff off it just because Fitzgerald is inconsistent. And I know Mendenhall going to get the ball. They have the bye this week, so you know Mendenhall's coming back for week five. It's all been reported. Jason Lockenfor, our old friend from NFL Network, said that, uh, hey – this has been the big thing. He's going to come back week five. So now I feel like now I'm all set at running back. When the bye weeks happen, now all things come. I'm set at running back and wide receiver. I still have a decent enough team, and I feel like yeah, I, I can make this deal. The problem and you're going was- three.
4: Yeah, well, the problem three. the problem with Fitzgerald right now is not necessarily Larry Fitzgerald. I mean, the Cardinals' pass protection is still not good. Their passing offense is still not good. Yes, the Cardinals are three and zero, but it's got nothing to do with the quarterback position. It's got nothing to do with their passing attack. I mean, their defense is suffocating people. They're playing great special teams. They're doing all the things in reality that you do to win. I think the Cardinals' defense this past week had what twenty four fantasy points. It was back? great. It was it won one of my good. leagues for me. Single very good and. Yeah. They played Miami this week. Yeah. They Talk about play a must-start. The Is they there are. a bigger must-start than Arizona defense versus Miami? I like Seahawks
3: Cowboys Seahawks against
4: week. the Rams.
3: Oh, okay. no, that's yeah. a nice one Those also. Those three ones I like. Hopefully, I a nice sl- one also. Hope
2: I can still get the Cowboys in our league. Smith, you know, I gotta we haven't made the...
3: a trade yet in, the, in our the... leagues. So we well,
2: need we'll, to make we'll, a trade. I, I, you know what? There was somebody I wanted off one of your teams. We I forget which league it was. We've got to make a trade here.
3: All right. got to figure it out.
2: Speaking of trades, we'll continue to answer your questions at 888-XM-Fantasy, 888-963-2682. Jason Smith, Elliot Harrison, Michael Fabiano from NFL Fantasy Live at the NFL Network. We'll have some big free agents to pick up coming up next as NFL Fantasy Live rolls on here on Series 210, XM87.
1: If you like the NFL, you're going to like NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Jason Smith, Michael
2: Fabiano, Elliot Harrison, 888-XM-FANTASY, 888-963-2682 is the number. We answer all of your big fantasy questions. We break down the mayhem from Monday Night Football, I'll tell you some free agents to pick up as you're getting ready to put in claims on your waiver wire, and a couple of guys we like. One guy's really a no-brainer. I'm surprised he's available in as many leagues as he has been, although it won't be after this week. But, Fabs, Mikal is sure. Not only did he have a great debut, best debut For a Lions running back, Ellie. Let me see if I can play Stump the Savant here. We do Stump the Savant, Ellie Harrison. Mm -hmm. Best debut for a Lions running back since when? As far
4: as rushing yards?
2: Rushing yard in a debut. Best running back
4: since who? Oh, boy. Uh, It's not Barry Sanders. Not Barry Sanders. Uh, Billy Sims was outstanding. Billy Sims, 1980. 1980,
2: yeah, Yeah, Billy Sims. Best debut, 100 yards, 37, I believe, yards receiving, got in the end zone. Kevin Smith. Didn't carry the ball once. This is a yeah. guy you were starting in your flex, Fabs, and now you're dropping Kevin Smith.
3: Yeah. And Mikelis Shore Michaelis is the Shore easiest no-brainer. would have been on my fantasy man-crush list in the preseason <laughs> had he not been suspended for the first couple of weeks. But the Lions love this kid, and the proof is in the pudding. He hadn't played in a regular season game, and they brought him in and started him, put him right on top of the depth chart. Kevin Smith hadn't been bad the first two weeks. Uh, he was very good in Week 1 for fantasy owners, and in Week 2, of course, it was against the Niners, so that was a tough matchup. He hadn't been bad, and they sat him on the bench. He didn't do a damn thing in that contest. And LaShore rushed for 100 yards, had a touchdown. I think he's going to be a fine number two fantasy back moving forward. Yeah, that's a heavy. You have a long fantasy man crush list. Yeah, well, it's a lot of them have actually been pretty good, except for Des Bryant. No. Well, it's like me in high school when I think about all the He's like high school, like all the girls that I liked in high school, but,
2: all the ones I had a crush on. It. In four years, he had crushes like every other day. I think that's kind of fab. So kind of how you, how you go with what, fantasy was, your, what was your
3: big crush growing up? My big crush was Alyssa Milano. I think every guy my age was in love with Alyssa Milano.
2: Alyssa Milano. Um, let me see. Hmm. Growing up, who was Alyssa Milano? No, oh, no, fl- no, 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 no. On the
3: flip side of that, no. uh, Harrison like Catherine Hellman, who played Mona, <laughs> right? <laughs> who was Alyssa Milano's... Uh... Hey, Judith Light was pretty hot, too. No, mine was Christina Applegate. Oh, wait, no, yours was Rue McClanahan from the Golden Girls. Well, I like Rue
2: McClanahan, but no, oh. but Christina Applegate. Let's not get into there. She was again. my girl. Love Christina. I watched Married with Children just to watch her. I didn't think it was very funny. I thought it was okay. But just to see what outfit she was in week to week. Yeah. I love Christina Applegate. Yeah. Speaking of women... Speaking of women... We have a very special caller on the line right now as we continue to answer your fantasy questions. And Mikhail is sure, your number one pickup, we'll get to some quarterbacks in a few minutes. But Elliot Harrison asked, hey, you know, I got an ex-girlfriend stalking me. I'm sorry, ex-girlfriend reaching out to me on Twitter. <laughs> Thanks. You know, That I just know, made it worse I right want- there. They're going to spear
4: in the back from 400 yards. <laughs>
2: I want to know what everybody thinks of if an ex girlfriend reaches out to you on 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 Facebook or Twitter. So now we have Jordana in New York, not Elliot's ex girlfriend, who has a fantasy question. But first, Jordana, what do you think of a female former? If you were someone's ex flame after 15 years, reaching out to them on Twitter, like what happened to Elliot a couple days ago, it
6: sounds like she's into
3: him. Mm, what, what what is their
2: not yeah. to be? I mean, comparison?
6: she's like it's like she's putting one step forward without having to like. You know, pick up the phone and actually call you. But sometimes, fifteen
4: know. years is no time at all. I Elliot. tell you what, Jordana, if you knew how much I watch Star Trek, you'd find that there's nothing to be into over here.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I tell well, you that right now. Because <laughs> you know what? If I knew how much you're into fantasy football, which I do know, then I mean, for me, that's a big plus. There you, wow. go. Well, Harrison, there you go, Harrison.
4: I see Red Lobster in our future. What's your, uh, what's your question? <laughs>
6: red Lobster! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm hurting because I went into last night. I was down five playing against my brother, and I had Nelson and Rogers left, and he only had Clay Matthews and Simley. Um, Ooh, an IDP league.
3: Nice. And
6: I obviously thought it was in the bag, um, PPR, and I lost I lost. I lost by two points with Rogers.
4: So you just called the vent, didn't you?
6: No, 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 no. I need help. I need help.
4: Oh, okay. Don't okay. sit Rogers.
6: No. no. Oh, my goodness. No. And I'm not trading him. Wait. Okay. He was my number one pick. I'm not getting rid of him. All right. So for running back, I have Charles in the law firm. Now i also have Fred Jackson. Um, but I'm probably going to start Charles in the law firm. And then tight end, I have Bennett and Gates. I played Bennett last week. Thank goodness. And I benched Gates. Should I do that again this week?
4: I would, I would. Uh, listen, I have gates too, so uh, you're not talking to anymore. someone. I, I, nor do I. And let's I'm say that him. gates. A lot of times we'll talk about on NFL Fantasy Live how you don't want to put this guy. Boy, Jason Smith has some awful dance moves that you can't see because unfortunately you're on your car. Phone, this is but, how I would dance if I was dancing to Lou Rawls. That, and this is exactly why you wouldn't have picked up women back <laughs> yeah. in high school and college.
3: That said, <laughs> this
2: song is like 45 years old. Yeah.
3: And so
4: are your dance moves. Jason's (laughs) propensity to have absolutely zero game aside, uh, we always talk about how you don't want to get cute and take your stud out of the lineup and then lose. At this point, Antonio Gates isn't a stud. He had 2.2 fantasy points last week. He was a late scratch the week before. Martellus Bennett has been getting the targets. He's somebody that Fabs and I wrote about in the summer. Start Bennett. Start him with confidence. And if for some reason... Antonio, Antonio Gates outscores him by one point. Who cares? You just yeah. can't go with someone who's so inconsistent. Okay,
6: That's my advice. I need, I need help with my flex. Don't go. Okay. Um, I'm not going to go. Okay. Do we need
4: to play please don't go? <laughs> just saying. All right.
6: <laughs> um, go ahead. All right. I have Andre Brown. Um, and then I was wondering if I should put Gates in for my flex. But I don't know if Andre Brown is he viable this week.
3: Okay. Um, I also Did, have
6: Kendall uh, Wright and Titus Young. but. Whatever.
4: Well, my first question is, did you start Andre Brown versus the Panthers? Yes. Please say you yeah.
6: did. Yes, yes,
4: You did. All right. Very good. Yeah. Okay. We just talked about Gates and his inconsistency. Andre Brown, I think, could actually be the giant starter all the way going forward. He was a great north-south runner. He's very decisive. Uh, Ahmad Bradshaw has had injury problems. David Wilson is the guy that we all thought would be the Ahmad Bradshaw handcuffed People that drafted Bradshaw in the fourth or fifth round went and got David Wilson in the 10th, 11th, 12th round. And now that's not working out for them, and I don't think it's going to after the performance that Brown had in Charlotte. I would absolutely start uh, a running back over a tight end in your flex anyway, and in this case, it's a no-brainer. And and what
6: if Fred Jackson plays?
4: Still I'd still I would still go with Brown now. Again, you're talking to someone I'm in three fantasy leagues and I mm-hmm. took Fred Jackson either at 20th or 21st in all three of them. I was really high on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, that said Fred Jackson took a nasty hit from Landry in the uh, in week 1. Oh, I think yeah. they're bringing him back too early. I would really like to see them I'd like to see Chan Gailey sit Jackson for this game. Fine, you lose, you lose. Don't don't rush the guy back. I don't think they will which means that Jackson may get eight touches, and then you'll be really unhappy. So I would not play Fred Jackson. And the last thing Harrison wants is for you to be unhappy. That's right. That's right. Well,
6: I really appreciate that. No problem.
4: We always try to end things on a creepy note here, and (laughs) Fab's
6: accomplished that.
4: I'll take it. I'm just glad we got to play Lou Rawls. And oh, by
2: the way, just because you guys say, oh, Smith, you have no game, you have no game. Who's married? Who's been single for their entire lives? The two guys... On either side, yeah. The of two me. guys who have
3: game and can be single and get the yeah. job done. Uh, the, the two guys wow. who try, who try wow. to, who try to not, date women through your fantasy football league,
4: which my, is what's happening. My right name's now. Bennett, and I'm not in it. I'm, no, I'm not in this you. one.
2: Hey, oh by the way, uh, Harrison, I just looked up your ex-girlfriend. She was in Los Angeles like a couple weeks ago. Uh, she was in LA a couple of weeks. There's a picture. of her. I'm not lying to you. There's a picture of her at a park that's about five minutes from my house. So honest. So now Smith <laughs> is stalking your ex girlfriend. No, I just found. I just found it on it. Yeah, I just found it on on Twitter. I'm like, oh, there she. Well, she was just here.
4: She was just here like two weeks. Ago. Actually, she looks pretty good, Harrison. Yeah, that's yeah. well. You know, I used to be able to get it done. You know, back you in the day? used to be I to. used to be able to. I used to drive an F-150, listen to George Strait. I went to University of North Texas, which we all know is a football powerhouse, except not at all. Did, did all your exes live in Texas? Did, I, you Actually, know, I probably knew knew that some of them coming. Yeah. That's, a, by that's the way, like the greatest by country the way, song ever. We've got a break here, but and I'm keeping us on track, but you always make fun. Girls like to come over and watch 1985 Redskins opening up at Cowboys on Monday Night Football. <laughs> you, you know, you think they don't, but you pop the DVD in and they're right at home. And suddenly she goes, where's your Hoggett costume? Do you have one in your
2: locker? No, I'm a Cowboy fan. We don't have a Hoggett costume here. My phone's blowing up right now. 888-XM-FANTASY, 888-XM-FANTASY, Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, Elliot Harrison. Coming up next, more of your waiver wire pickups, and we'll continue to help you set your lineup here on NFL Fantasy Live. And maybe, just maybe, we'll be able to get Elliot Harrison together with his his (laughs) ex-girlfriend who has reached out to him on Twitter. We'll be back in 2 and 2.
1: These rock bands and fantasy football are a match made in heaven. You are listening to NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Jason
2: Smith, Michael Fabiano, Elliot Harrison from the NFL Network with you. The number is eighty-eight xm fantasy Get ready. We are less than seven minutes away. From the Fantasy Cantina, which means anything goes. We answer your questions. We get into all kinds of crazy stuff. If you haven't listened to Fantasy Cantina or you just want blue milk, stick around for that. But right now we're talking about some waiver wire guys to pick up. We gave you McAllish Shore, your number one guy this week, and a couple of quarterbacks, Fabs. You talked about him on Fantasy Live on our Sunday show a little bit. That Andy Dalton was kind of a sneaky good play on Sunday. Turned out to be a great play Mm -hmm. if you looked in, but... If you're looking for a better backup, he's someone you really might want to think. Not somebody to take and just plug in and say starting, but bye weeks are coming up. Andy Dalton seems to be fantasy viable.
3: Yeah, he is someone that if there's a good matchup, like there was last week, you can actually plug him into your lineup. Bye weeks have started, remember. you got the Steelers and the Colts that are off this week. I don't love the matchup against the Jaguars. I don't love it. If you look at the Jaguars, they can't stop the run. So teams really focus on running the football. That's why I love Ben Jarvis-Granellis this weekend. Obviously, you got to play A.J. Green. I think Dalton's more of a 2 this week. I don't know if he's a 1, but clearly this guy can put up numbers when the matchup is favorable.
2: Now, Elliot, you like someone who I laughed at you. I said you were on Ponder Island all by yourself on Sunday. You said, I'm okay with being there, and it turned out Ponder Island was a nice place to be, a nice beach, little tiki torches, a lot of scantily clad women running around. You were right on Ponder Island last week.
4: Do you remember the end of uh, Office Space when Milton was out there on the beach? That's what I just thought of when you were and saying I said, it. No salt, no salt I on could, the margarita <laughs> glass. Is it? No, I could, I could, I could burn this place to you.
3: <laughs> I got the building on fire. <laughs> that's what I wanted to say when
4: you kept hammering me about Ponder, and you hammered me on Jamal Charles. I just wanted to say I could, I could. I could burn your SUV, The blue he, SUV in the parking lot.
2: Dude, I, I I give you all the credit. Ponder had a great week against the 49ers. Is he someone you can trust going I, forward?
4: I, I would. I would. Well, obviously, in your, if you're in a two-quarterback league, that's easy. Now, where it gets a little more difficult is if you're in a 12-team league. Do you roll the dice starting Ponder? I think you do. Uh, against the Detroit Lions this week, I like the matchup for him. And I like what he can do with his legs. I mean, Ponder is quick. He's not a take-off-and-run guy, which I like in a reality sense because he has his eyes down the field. But for your fantasy team, he had a nice run, touchdown run against the 49ers uh, this past weekend. I think he can do more of that. And look, if a, if a quarterback gets you three to five rushing touchdowns in the season, that's a win. There aren't Cam Newtons running around everywhere that are going to give you 14, 15 rushing touchdowns like he did last year. Give me a couple quick guys you would play him over this week. Andy Dalton over this week. Sam Bradford. No, no, <laughs> Josh, no. Josh Freeman. Those, those were the oh, slam, slam dunks. Uh, right. uh, Jay Cutler, for sure. And you know what? I'll give you an odd one. Joe Flacco. Right,
2: Definitely going go. over Flacco. Get ready. The Cantina is next here. Sirius
0: 210, XM87. This is
1: NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy
0: Sports Radio. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower,